take a sweet. Mm, it's almost that time. Take yeah, man, the Swig Podcast, mm, man. We gotta tune in. Man, let me grab this beer mm. right quick, man. Yeah, let me get my drink ready. Yeah, yeah, man, yeah. Don't you, man. They be talking about all types of stuff on the man, the loggers, the man. There's some beers I ain't never even heard of on there. We about to learn about them, yeah. don't you? What's up, world? It's your boy, the Bearded Brother, back at it again with another episode of the Swig Podcast. And of course, on the other airways, I got my girl. Shani Hadia, the marvelous gift. I am trying to get my life together. It's post-birthday weekend. It was a birthday turn up all weekend. I'm recording right now, honestly. Listen, barely made it. It was like it was like 10 minutes till, and I'm like, Okay, I got to get up. What beer am I drinking today? I didn't put much thought into this. And so I'm going to apologize ahead of time, people. I'm going to give you some goodness, but um, I'm a little lethargic. So I'm digging deep. I think people get is This is going to be like your drone flu game right here, huh? Yeah, you know, it might come out with some gems on this one. Jordan and that flu game was a beast, so (laughs) how did he do that? Well, the good thing—the good thing is, I have some, uh, uh, like a a banger that I'm drinking right now. That's gonna perk you up. Yeah, let me just get the people. I had a bottle share for my birthday, the collective, you know, black beer experience, birthday celebration, or whatever, and Buku beer on deck. I put some beer to the side in the fridge. Because I'm like, you know what? I don't want this just out for everybody. You know, newbies that's bringing in some new shit don't need to be opening the expensive stuff. Well, I got caught up. I started talking. The next morning I opened the fridge. I'm like, damn. So I had some Black is Beautiful that I brewed. Didn't open it. I had this. I had some Barrique. Like, I th- I have a couple, yeah, I had a couple beers that... A good amount. Yeah, that, that didn't get opened, as, like, special beers. And then, of course, I had just a whole... I have a fridge full of beer. But I had this Decadence Double Stuff Cookie and Cream Imperial Stout from Trim Tab. Um, somebody gave it to me for a... Uh, for looking up some beer for him when I was working at the beer store, unrelated to any trim tab. But he was like, you drink, you drink stouts? I'm like, uh, sure. He was like, I got a cookies and cream stout. I'm going to bring back. So I was like, okay, well, it was quitting time. He didn't show up. I'm like, damn, okay. Maybe he's not bringing it back. Well, they still had an hour to the store close. He brought it back. I ended up getting it a couple, day, a couple days later. And here I am, b- months later, drinking it. So, yeah, let me know how that tastes. How we feeling? It's it's good. So it's ten percent. It does not taste ten percent. Uh oh. It's it's not overwhelmingly <laughs> cookie. I mean, creamy at all either. I'm getting cookies. I'm getting like the Oreo cookie of a of. I mean the 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 actual cookie of an Oreo, not the cream part, but. <laughs> Yeah, I'm getting I'm getting that more than the cream, which I'm enjoying because I think too cream, like too much of the cream flavor would have been a little overwhelming. Oh yeah, I feel you on that. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. 
What are you drinking? Man, I actually I am going a few states over to Kansas and I got um Norton's Brewing Company's conspiracy theories. It's a coconut lime sour sour IPA. Okay. And I gotta tell you, I I rock with this. I gotta remember Norton's if I ever land in Kansas randomly. (laughs) I at least kind of know where to go to get a good beer. Because this definitely tastes like a pina colada or something like that, or some sort of almost punchy like. Um, very light and really refreshing, and it's neither too hoppy nor sour. It's very balanced okay. to me. Has a little bit of haze, but it's nothing that bothers me too much about it. I like sour IPAs. What I don't care for, um, what I don't necessarily care for, is the uh, coconut aspect of things. It's not too, it's not overwhelmingly coconut. It's very, it's more light. You taste more than lime, in my opinion, which I kind of, I appreciate a little bit more because I'm on the same way. Like coconut is very hit or miss sometimes. It's either too much or sometimes not even not enough. We had a, we had a beer this weekend. It was way too much coconut. We, uh, (laughs) I think there were two of them. And so we had one on Friday. I remember having a little bit. I was like, now nah, I'm good. On the boat the next day, we had leftover beer. Mm-hmm. That was one that came on the boat. And, and it made it towards the end. And um, one of my friends opened it up. I was like, what's that, that coconut? Now nah, I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> you just already knew. Already like, oh, knew. That's bad news. I was like, Give me- <laughs> We're drinking Black is Beautiful on a boat. That's like... <laughs> that's all that matters here. That's <laughs> we what we were having. I feel that. But yeah, my actually my boss or my immediate manager at uh, TikTok brought this to me because her parents own the uh, brewery and mm. they some over. So she was like, hey, I know you love beer. I, we got a couple extra that we're probably not going to drink. And nice. Yeah. So I was like, yeah, I always take three beer. That's clutch. Yeah, because I, I was kind of running a little tight on beer, so that helped out. <laughs> so, like, it Friday was was a doozy because I had the bottle share, but mm-hmm. within that time, we got the we got word that um, TikTok was about to be banned. Yeah. So what was going to happen? <laughs> was President Cheeto um, is upset with TikTok. So basically the rundown, he's upset with TikTok because he thinks there's security, quote unquote, issues with Chinese government getting user data, even though a bunch of American-owned social medias do the same thing. But hey, what do I know, right? Um, <laughs> to the Chinese, but whatever. Right. So what was going what was going to happen was on Sunday new downloads for TikTok weren't going to be allowed anymore and then on November 12th um it would have been a complete ban but the TikTok higher ups came in at the midnight midnight oil and managed to push out a partnership that got approved with Oracle mm-hmm. and Walmart okay so TikTok is here to stay if y'all haven't heard yet 
TikTok is still going to be around, but they're partnering with Walmart and Oracle. They're not getting bought out. So they still are with the Chinese um, parent company. But now Oracle and Walmart can buy up to 20% stock, which will probably happen Yeah. for the um, partnership to fully get finalized and fully approved without any kind of hijinks or shenanigans from uh, Washington or anything like that. So, and it's just, I have my opinions on why he tried to pull that, but um well, shit, this the time where you're supposed to tell us. What's your opinion? Yeah, yeah. I was actually just... But, uh, <laughs> Don't hold back now. Like, the he, um, expressed by Kramer. He have the control. His own. They do not represent <laughs> the swig. Yeah. <laughs> I think it was just Donald Trump. He, there's one thing he can control, and he threw a childlike tantrum until he got what he wanted. Mm-hmm. All the stuff he was trying to stir up about it isn't yeah. true at all <laughs> yeah. and then he's missing the fact that like all these american-owned social media do the same thing but he doesn't say anything about that because they're american-owned I, you know what i'm for me it's the he got embarrassed by the kids on tiktok yeah it's a medium that he um he was able to make an enemy of because they aren't uh american owned even though like you said american owned social media is <laughs> it belongs to the bad. streets it belongs to the streets it's for everybody <laughs> you know what i'm saying like they don't right everybody <laughs> information out here but of course yeah. they don't talk about that because it's white american owned and yes more control and uh, well yeah I, I think um well you know he he beefs with he has beefed with twitter Mm-hmm. Um, anything that he can't control, he has a problem with. And Facebook and, and slash, you know, IG, they're working with him in some form or fashion. I'm not necessarily of the mindset where I feel like, you know, uh, Zuckerberg is working for him, but, you he know. You can manipulate them a little easier. I, yeah, I think, I think. I think there's a uh, Zuckerberg is, you know, he, he's a millionaire. I mean, a billionaire. So money talks and he, that it, it's going to affect him. I don't know. I don't know. Like, yeah. I was going to say, and the thing is, is like Mark Zuckerberg is testifying for the Congress, like every other week about some privacy issue with Facebook. Mm-hmm. And just everybody's like, eh, it's Facebook. They do that. And it's just like, but yet y'all are up in arms. About the exact same thing with a different. It's just somehow that just blows my mind. Every every now and then when I think about it, I'm like, damn, people just really just willfully like, of stuff. I feel like there's gonna be like some backdoor access that we found that Trump could not get up get a hold of with TikTok, mm-hmm. and so. But I really I really think it's ultimately those kids who use TikTok to. Yeah, to catch him up, and now and then it was like, oh look, look what I can do. Watch this, and I mean he's done what he thinks, you know, what he as much as he could do. However, you want to look at it. All right, I was like, if you just took away TikTok, those kids would just get on Instagram and do the same shit to you, and then go back to Facebook and do, keep doing the same thing to you. So I don't understand your logic 
between behind your revenge plot, your revenge rampage of this mm-hmm. social media platform. He is not logical. So <laughs> I, like, I don't know. Uh, I mean, I'm glad that um TikTok, I like I didn't have any ties to TikTok. I don't like the fact that Trump was, you know, manipulating the market, so to speak. Mm-hmm. He is so you know you you end up rooting for TikTok, but to be honest, like I have no idea what the and not not saying that what you're saying isn't the truth, but I'm just saying I have no idea what's really the truth, and this is how like horrible Trump is. He could be finally speaking the truth, but you don't know it, and you can't trust it. Right. You can't trust anything in this office right now. Yeah. There's nothing, there's nothing that, that can come of this, <laughs> that where I can trust them. I mean, I know I ain't taking no vaccine under his administration. No, I don't want him to pick the next Supreme court justice. And none of his henchmen and women either. Please. Well, right. I'm like, listen, Please don't let them do nothing. I mean, the thing is, it's going to happen. I don't know what stops we can we can take, but outside of like messaging our um, representatives, you know, our Senate Mm -hmm. senators and such. But outside of that, I don't know what else we can do. So therefore, we have to we have to replace him. Got to vote in November. So we yeah, can get we some, got some we gotta, so we can take some of the spots back and, but you know, like, okay, so <laughs> that was another thing that dropped on Friday was Ruth, Ruth Bader Ginsburg, you know, she, um, she, she died and that shit hurt. I couldn't focus yeah, on it on Friday because I was like, man, I'm not trying to get, I'm, I don't want to get emotional. I don't want to get frustrated. I'm just trying to have a good time, but it, you could not. You couldn't Think not about talk about it in some yeah. point. Yeah. In some deflating. Point. Like, let's, let's be real. It's like, it's a very deflating feeling. Yeah. It was like, fuck. She's so close. I just needed her to make it like two more months. Right. But it's, so, but it's so horrible. I mean, think about the fact that we're asking one person to put the fucking country on their back. But it's only a matter, I mean, this thing things could definitely could revert, bruh. Like that that's a that's a legit fear that I think we we all should or concern if nothing if not a fear. Concern, fear, everything, just everything, just everything she's done for women. Like I let you speak more to that, like the impact for you as a woman in America and her role in getting things reversed to for, for your favor like i can only back <laughs> so much you know what i mean and feel for so much like i can't ever understand her impact for women like i can only be like that's dope cool but i don't have that i don't want to say emotional attachment but for a lack of better words emotional attachment to her right legacy yeah man i mean it's just a matter of like she just was a progressive person. And I mean, she wasn't without fault, but for me, it's more of 
not just so much her, but is that progressive position on the Supreme Court. Mm -hmm. You know, she pushed through a lot of things for women um, and, and, and really fought for it and, and continued, you know, as long as she had breath in her body, which, I mean, is admirable. Um, but I just, we just had to put so much on her shoulders. She, I don't know, she's just gone, she just holding it down. Though. Like she held it down. And it's really like, I'm really sad to see, um, sad to know that we have, we have to struggle and worry about who's gonna, who's gonna fill her position. Yeah, and who they gonna, what dummy they're gonna assign if it doesn't, if they don't do it the legitimate way. We just gotta wait and see, which is probably the scariest three words right now is wait and see until November 4th. Like, I don't wanna wait. I wanna find out the niggas out of office today. Like, yeah, but he's, yeah, he's saying that he's gonna have somebody Friday, Saturday. Pretty much they're gonna let Ruth lie in, lie in state. And, and she's the first woman to lie in state. Like That's crazy. In in 2020, you know what I'm saying? We still having the first, the first, uh, you know, a, a lot of firsts. Yeah. Too many firsts. Let's be real. Let's go what it is. Yeah. Rosa Parks was the first woman to lie in honor, but our RBG is the first one to lie in state. So there is a difference, but I'm so sad. Like this is, See, this is like I just end up drinking more. Yeah, this this is something that I get to push people to drink, and I didn't really know until I walked in on Friday to a bottle share slash birthday party, and I was like, "Oh man, why I find that out right now?" Right. <laughs> like, why can't I just find that out early in the day and kind of try to shake it off of the party? It would be I off for a first thirty minutes. I try not to have too. I try not to have too many conversations about it, though. I was like, "What y'all now about to do is bring this situation down. We got to just fight through. We got to just fight through and <laughs> to not be focused but on it." people. And yeah, and we and we got to fight through to not have this, not have him replace him. But I, I just don't have, I don't have any faith in anything. Yeah, I don't. I don't. Uh, yeah. You know. Uh, like it's hard. It's hard to believe. We could use we could use like an uh, uplifting uh, thing. You know what I'm saying? Like the verses. What was that Sunday with Patty and Gladys? That was the. Yeah. You know, end the weekend, That's start the week off. However you want to look at it, that would have been. Right. We needed one of those on Sunday after. Like 2020, keep they 2020 would give us something nice, and be like. It's like a Sour Patch Kid. Here, take this nice thing. And then once we take it and be like, oh, this is so beautiful. 2020 just slap the shit out of our hand and then stump on it in the ground and then spit on it and be like, take that. Bitch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> take Your that. Bitch. Home. <laughs> so. But I do want to take I do want to take that moment and give props to uh, Patty and Gladys because I didn't know they had the relationship yeah, that, was, that they had. Me neither. I was like, oh man, this is fantastic. <laughs> like I felt like I was cleaning on a Saturday or a Sunday morning because they 
those two were like the main people playing in my house. So when we got to clean or we're on a road trip, every time I'm on the road or I got to clean up, uh, new attitude be popping up in my head every time. And I used to roll my eyes as a childhood. It's like in my childhood, I used to roll my eyes on a Saturday morning because I knew they would come to my room. Like, Here you go. That's the cleaning. <laughs> and you better have a new attitude when you come downstairs too, Daddy. <laughs> exactly. Don't bring that same <laughs> So, who do you think won? Oh, man. Ooh. This is one that, to me is one of the tougher ones, but I'll, I'll probably go Patty because she was played a little bit more in my household, so I have fonder memories. Okay. And see, so, I was I was Gladys. Because Gladys, Gladys got out there and she sang. Mm-hmm. And she sang. Patty was like, where are my words on a teleprompter? Where are my lyrics? <laughs> that, I kind of love that thing. She had kicks to kick off every time. Just oh, yeah. She was straight well, diva. <laughs> I, I was not expecting I was not expecting anything less from Patty. Don't get me wrong. I was oh, not expecting anything less. I just um I just I I have more of an affinity for Gladys, a little more history. Um mm-hmm. it's just Gladys Gladys brings brings back the good times in the house. But you know, when they play Patty songs, I was like, wait. Dang, this is my jam too. So I was surprised how many I did give to Patty. But um, I think both of them went through a phase where, like, they were, hot, you know, they had a couple hotter songs than the other. Yeah. And then, yeah, for sure. Patty, Patty had some like bangers in the 90s. She had kind of did her thing. The 80s um, through the 90s, yeah. And came back out with it. So, she had a couple, but didn't they both play parents? And um, wasn't Gladys uh, Kadeem Hardison, um, Dwayne Wayne's mom? Was that was that Gladys? Oh, good question. No, no, no. Patty was his mama. And I was like, it's one of them two. I was like, I remember. I just couldn't. Rem- I know it was one of them two. I just couldn't remember which one. She. Oh, I didn't even realize she's on quite a few things. Miss Patty out here on Idlewild, Greenleaf. Yeah. Patty be out there. Patty be out there acting. (laughs) Oh, man. My bad, Patty. I'm completely slept on your your film career. My bad, girl. Oh, wait. You ain't give her no, you weren't giving her no credit? I just kind of like forgot. It wasn't like she couldn't add that. I just forgot because sometimes some of these are like quick appearances. So like now that I'm seeing like certain episodes of shows, I'm like, oh yeah, I remember on that episode. Okay. She was in semi-pro, which I'm just now like starting to remember. <laughs> okay, I I'll let you I'll let you slide on it. That's my bad. I will take full responsibility for my ignorance. I won't. Patty even Patty has more. I think I think people were expecting Patty to win because she has more notoriety. Like she's more familiar with, or, or our generation is more familiar with Patty. Mm-hmm. But when you think of like classic songs, that's when that's when you'd be like, "Oh, Gladys!" And when she she sing, 
And you'd be like, oh wait, Gladys could sing, sing. Right. You know. She's got vocal Now Patty, Patty could sing, but she have that damn, she, she go to them other octaves and hit those other notes where I don't think you can just sing that shit on a regular ass Tuesday. You know what I'm saying? Like, you gotta, no. practice. you gotta practice and prepare for that. Until she sang them, I mean, like I did not know a voice could be off of this high. Yeah, it's like no, it's Patty just straight up hollering into the mic, and you love it. <laughs> I could go. I can run that one back. I was surprised that it was only like um, half a million people who tuned in, mm. but it hovered at about five hundred million. I mean, five hundred thousand. Not million. I wonder because they do Apple Music now, so I wonder if more people tune in on Apple Music versus Instagram. Mm, I'm gonna go with no. Or well, the thing is, when you look at like Brandy and Monica, mm-hmm. they had a million, over a million views on IG, and they have views on Apple. So I'm not even comparing like the Apple numbers. It's just strictly. IG for me and it was I was surprised that it was only at a half a million now I think in a lot of aspects people sent their parents a YouTube link and was like click this and just watch them that way so YouTube numbers might have been up a little higher probably (laughs) but overall, overall I was surprised that at least on IG it was so low yeah that's fair enough and I think it's just like Monica and Brandy are like much more of the Instagram users demographic, like age range. True. So more people definitely identify with Brandy and Monica a little bit more. Like you ident like I just mentioned earlier, like I identify Glass Night and Patty LaBelle to my parents listening to it. And I'm just so happy to hear it as a kid. Yeah. Rather than she's making music for, for my age time. Yeah. Right, right. Or a counterpilot, not necessarily for me, but like someone in my age range and demographic. Nostalgic. And that's probably how some of the people see Brandy and Monica. Because if you think about it, you add five more years on, you know, on our, well, my age or whatever. You had a 40-year-old. They got a 20-year-old. They're watching it because... I used to clean up the, my mom playing Brandy and Monica, you know. Right. Had that I heard my boy's mind, I knew to start wiping down the floor. I didn't know what for, but I knew it was time to clean the floor <laughs> <laughs> and take the trash out. Man, I'm putting back more of this beer than I thought I would. And I'm telling you, you don't taste the booziness, and that's how that's how pastry stouts get you nine 9.9 times out of 10. I, I am starting to feel a little heavy on the inside, though, so. <laughs> Slow it down. Right, right. I'm not... Bring it back. We still right. got a show to record. <laughs> the, drug, the, al- the alcohol lover in me wants to go and get another beer. But the person who partied, the 35-year-old, who partied <laughs> like they were not 35 this weekend, it's like, bitch, you might not even finish this beer. What are you saying? You better yeah, I go finish this episode. I'm just gonna be like, yeah, Shani fell asleep, so it's just me for the rest, <laughs> of, the rest of the episode. Um, You're gonna listen <laughs> to my voice for the next thirty minutes. <laughs> what are you drinking? <laughs> I'm prepared for this. Uh, bear with me. <laughs> What's on deck? Oh man, 
I thought you ripping up your beard. Yeah, I'm actually digging in the bag now. So I'm going with a local favorite, Bearded Iris. It's their Triple Ripple Imperial Stout. Coconut, almond, cocoa, vanilla, and lactose. So it's definitely going to be pretty heavy on the mouthfeel, just off of what they have in there alone. It's at eight point. It's at eight uh, percent exactly. And what I love about uh, Bearded Iris, even though they're known for the IPAs, they have some really good stouts that are slept on throughout the city. Yeah, in my, in my opinion. They might have had the first bottle that I really attempted to get. First, the first stout. Um, there you go. Yeah, it's I like a pleasant even... surprise too with it. You know. You said what? It's like it's a pleasant surprise. It's done really well, which I'm like um, excited about because sometimes places that kind of specialize in the beer, they might have a different one. You're like, oh, it's not that good. Like it's not as good as like your IPAs are that you make all the time. Mm-hmm. Let me take a sip of this bad boy. Do it. That's good. And everything's really well balanced. But you definitely ch- taste more of the vanilla and the cocoa over the um, coconut. I wonder if the almonds kind of balance that little coconut taste out and don't make it too too sweet. Oh, wait. Uh, there's coconut in that one, too. Mm-hmm. So I heard it, but I ain't hear it. <laughs> yeah, you you were going all coconut out. That was a complete accident. I didn't even really put two and two together to like write. <laughs> I am. Like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't want to have coconut. Well, I'll be. But you don't taste the coconut to me at all in it. I definitely taste more of the cocoa and the vanilla. The vanilla is really strong. Same with the lactose. I've had that one, and you're right. The coconut is not a prevalent flavor. And I, I'm cool with that. Like, I, I coconut is not necessarily the deterrent for a beer, um, but at the same time, it is. So something like a, a stout, I probably would try something with coconut because it's usually um, a more subtle flavor. You get the chocolate notes, you know, it mm. is greater than the yep. coconut. But when you have something like, a fruity drink or um it's like coconut right on the front end yeah like it you know it's the the coconut is big on the can it's like nope that does not look like anything i would want to to start off with yes and usually i've noticed in styles with uh coconut it's more in the aroma like you smell it more than you taste it when it's like was in an imperial or regular style or anything like that which people take notes Man, coconut aromatic. I like the smell of coconut a little bit better than I like the taste. But it's it's a very close one too, though. I can see that. I mean, the smell I can deal with when I taste it, it does hit a little different. But if I can if I can just <laughs> keep to little to no coconut, I'm Gucci. Fair enough. <laughs> I'm, Gucci. I'm not against that uh, point of view at all. I'm pro <laughs> coconut, but in the realm of it has to be used well and or in moderation. Yeah. Like you can't be just all the coconut, drop over another adjunct and then be like, oh, it's actually a peanut butter. (laughs) But it's all coconut with like the smallest hint of peanut butter. I'm like, this was a coconut stout with a hint of peanut butter, not the other way around. Come on, (laughs) y'all. 
Yeah, that somebody was saying um, saying something like using uh, shaved coconut versus like pieces of coconut. You know, like it makes a difference even in that aspect. So I was like, I don't know, whatever. Yeah, whatever it is, good. I like coconut milk though, so I don't think that has anything to do with beer. But <laughs> just for those listening, I do enjoy some coconut milk. I'll fuck with that. But it had right. me thinking. So I'm gonna be doing a trade with somebody not from the south. Say it again. I said I just wrapped up a trade. I got my end of the trade today. So I got a black is beautiful from Florida. I got a prowler. <laughs> I'm and a crowd. Yeah, I got the crowd and I sent her down. Actually, sent the girl down trip, triple ripple. And then I had a pumpkin spice latte from Tailgate. So Okay, you did like a real small trade on that one. Yeah, yeah we two like that. Yeah, we we're gonna do like six beers. Ooh. Yeah, and, and so now it's like let me figure out the best beers from Nashville area to send. And I mean, I, I, I say best beers cause it's still a preference. So, mm. you know, she like an IPA drink. She do some IPAs. She- um, What does she mostly drink? She doesn't have like a specific thing. She's more, I mean, she does, she says she leans towards Browns mm. and um, she said Brown beers. I don't really know if it's like brown ales or if it's the color, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, I was about to say, I was like, because we don't really have he- anywhere here, in my opinion, that has like a brown ale that's like their thing. Well, you know Jack, they, she's getting, she's going to get a jackalope. Oh. Yep, yep, yep. And then um, that Doppelbach you gave me, mm-hmm. that was good. I don't know if they got some that's more of that. My favorite. I, I was like, no, I get that like at least once every other. other okay, week that's right. Day. We had it when you and I went to uh, New Heights. Mm-hmm. That's like one of my favorite national brews. Period. Yeah. It's so good, and so I was like, I I got to bring it. I'm I'm glad you enjoy. Yeah. We have a style that we both enjoy. So. Like, <laughs> <laughs> and like, so. But they still, they still, they make a my flip flop mohawk, and so I still mm-hmm. prefer that over the double box. But probably getting something like that. But then I was like, man, okay, so those two, the 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 jackalope and the double box, those are fresh on my mind. But it it becomes a little fun when you trying to think like, okay, what will give give her what she's looking for and a good taste of Nashville but I also have to include some southern grits and bearded iris because of course I was going to say get the bean there brown that from southern grits that's their brown that's enough that's like that's number two like one of my favorite like overall yeah okay that's a that's gonna be a really good one and then it's not the broken nut Look at the name of it. Is Bruh, it I think, was that the broken nut that, that was here? That was No, the- they have a coconut one. It's like in a pink, green, and like blue can. 
it it was not the one you had on Friday. I have the picture of it. I'll text you after the show. But bro, but broken nut is the I think the name of the beer that we had. I don't know, but that's the name of the beer you had. But the one I'm describing was not. Right, right, right. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I'm saying. It's the one of. So that was like, whoo, that was hella coconut. So if y'all are big fans of coconut, go fuck with it. But um, I am not. I, I could pass on it too. And like, I, I think that would fall in the realm of that uh, <laughs> their orange creamsicle joint. Oh, yeah. They're just things that I just like, I'm good, bro. I'm good. I don't need any I more. I'm okay. <laughs> yeah, I don't need any more of this. So for what would be your ideal area to trade in? I want to try to get to the Pacific Northwest. Okay. Everyone talks so highly of that area, but yeah. I don't know if I want to trade first before I go there. You know what I'm saying? Mm, okay. Like, I kind of want to go there, get their IPA, get their stuff fresh off the tap, fresh out the bottle shop or something like that. So the, I think you still have a lot of openings there because there's so many breweries. Like Portland yeah. is 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 Seattle. not Yeah, Portland isn't San Diego, but it like there's a lot of breweries in Portland as well. So even if somebody yeah. sent you six beers and it was like six different Portland breweries, you still would have a lot to choose from if you went. Yeah. So yeah. I wouldn't I wouldn't I feel you on you know wanting to be mindful of what you get. But also don't let it deter you too much because I think even, I mean, the rotation is, you know, beer rotation. Like you you probably end up with something that you wouldn't have had um, the opportunity to get. True. I want to actually, I'm doing super random say, I want to do Alaska. I want to see what their craft beer seems like. I want to go to Alaska, period. I do too. Yeah, that's that's on a list of like a random state I want to go to, but I have. I want to hit all fifty, and so that, that would involve that would involve going to Alaska, and of course because I'm a beer drinker, I want to see what my options are, and I'll be watching these TV shows with um, <laughs> out of Alaska, and people be living in the brush and living off the land and stuff, and. Um, it's 24 hours light or dark, so it'd be like two in the afternoon, pitch black, like it's two in the morning. Yeah. Or vice versa, it's two in the morning, but it looks like it's two in the afternoon. But I probably I'm gonna go during that with the the three months where it is all sun, where it feels good, is actually mm-hmm. hot. I um I'm probably gonna experience that Alaska. I I want to go and talk to people that live in the brush. But I don't want to live. I don't want to stay there. No, yeah. And anything that I can run to a moose that I got to look up at, no, because I saw a video. That might be. That might like be. Nine feet tall, but like, I was like, I don't want to look up at any animal that ain't a giraffe in a zoo enclosure. Like, yeah. Nope. Like they didn't make. <laughs> they didn't really do Bullwinkle justice. Like you think Bullwinkle or moose is like eye level. But then when you see the videos and shit, like, like you said, you got to look up at a moose, and they tall. Yeah, it's like 
You I'm get not- kicked out of this thing. It's instant death. Like, no. Yeah. <laughs> it's gonna catch me like two gallops and take me down. No, I don't I don't want to live in that kind of fear. <laughs> like I like my life too much to <laughs> Alaska would be a good one. For me, if I'm gonna trade, it will probably be Maine. Ooh. Let me just tell you why. Lunch. I was gonna say, I was like, I have an idea why you're going to Maine. (laughs) Because I had their IPA, it wasn't lunch. I told you about it and it was delicious. It tasted so fresh and so juicy. I took a picture of it, but yeah, it was. It's from the same, it's the main beer company. company. Yeah, main, main beer. beer company. Yeah, they made one. And apparently, like, everything's wild fermented. Mm, I don't think, I don't think that's the, I don't think that's the case. Or they have, like, a good amount of stuff that's wildly fermented up there. And, and that might be the case, but their IPAs oh. and stuff, that's not going to be, um, those will be, wild fermented would be sours. Yeah. And so, yeah, they made just regular IPAs, but their lunch was already a banger for me. And then, so I had, I posted about lunch. I'm like, oh yeah, man, this is good. Um, Somebody was like, yeah, but I love dinner. And I was like, wait, what? There's a dinner? And when I say it out loud, it's like, oh, it makes sense. You know, if there's a lunch, it makes sense that there's a dinner. So that's the double IPA. Well, Craft Brood had it. They posted on their story. And I was like, wait, y'all got that? When is this? What's going on? And um, I wanted to get a crowler of it, but main beer company said you can't sell to go beer. You can only do it in draft. That's the only way they allow you to have it. So I sat there and I downed it and I enjoyed it. But the one thing I'll say is it was in a plastic cup. And you could get it in in a plastic cup, don't get me wrong, but I would have really enjoy, wanted to enjoy that beer in a glass, you know. Probably like, glassware. Yeah. Or the one I had was called glassware. <laughs> Might not have been sure. the proper one, but at least some glassware shit. Better than gotcha. plastic. I had their spring seasonal release. If you were able to capture spring into a beer, this main beer company spring release, would be it you're like you take a sip of that you're like oh man i'm sitting on the porch dandelions floating in the wind <laughs> up in the, uh, back corner you sit on a rocking chair you made me want to sneeze the dandelion floating too but i feel it's floating you. away from you okay all right, all right. <laughs> it ain't floating in your face it's floating away cream scenery you know what i mean but but I'm feeling i'm feeling the visual don't get me wrong i'm feeling the visual i see where you're going it's just that damn dandelion just like tickle my nose real quick on some sinus shit. <laughs> <laughs> I feel you on that, but that, that one was really good. And I was like, I need that one right back. I probably could make that happen. I wonder if I don't see, I don't know if they do dinner that same way, even in, you know, out of their brewery. Right. I'd be interested to see their like in brewery menu versus what's out being distributed a lot of breweries i mean that's definitely something people want to look at when when you go to uh when you're considering a brewery look at their menu like check untapped and you know see the beers that they offer because 
even some of the local stuff here, it's like, if I don't think about that, I'm like, I don't want any of their quote unquote commercial beer. You know, yeah. and, I, and I feel it's, it's commercial here because, you know, you can go everywhere damn near and see it. But ultimately, um, I don't I don't want that. But you think about some of the beer that uh, that they have on tap. You're like, damn, OK, what's that? I want that one. I, I need that. Over or there. Or they sell strictly just in the brewery. They don't sell it anywhere else. Mm-hmm. Anything that's just brewery specific. It's like okay, I could I could rock with this one. I'm I can I can do this, but those that their flagship beers, I mean they're cool, but everybody can get their hands on them. You know, people ain't really trying to <laughs> ain't really trying to fuck with that. All right, flagship is there for the tried and true fans of a brewery, not necessarily like the adventurous or almost not even tourist almost. No, that's real. I mean. I use the the tried and true ones more for like events. Yeah. You know, when, when I'm actually, um, when I want to really day drink or do a couple of beers, I'm going to, I'm going to go for something that's um, cheaper. And those usually fall in that, you know, that round. Just something you know what you're going to get from them. Yeah. It's like, it's, you know, we're drinking these big ass IPAs. They're cool for conversations. They're cool to have and taste and talk about. But when you really trying to just like get to the money and by get to the money mean get drunk. Um, you just, you want something lighter. You want something that's not 10%. I can't drink this fucking decadence on a yeah, regular. Okay. Yeah, I can't do that. My I can't eyes, either. I, you know how much I love stouts. Like, I know I got to approach those way differently than I would like a Pilsner. Yeah. You know what? This just made me think like, I want some water. This decadence is thick. <laughs> right. that just, it just sounds like you hear something like decadent in the beer title. You know you ain't getting... I like mouthfeel. It's definitely going to coat your mouth and it's going to let you know it's there. Like, you drank this, Shawnee. You can't tell nobody you didn't. <laughs> Y'all might just heard me down in that water in the mic. Like, that thing was so good. Not <laughs> just it's so decadent. I, drown I was like, oh, girl. <laughs> what? I thought she was about to drown with that water while you was drinking it. Oh, no, nah, that thing was hitting <laughs> and I'm still recouping from the weekend. So it's really like I really needed a whole nother one of those unrelated to the beer that I just drank. So I did um I, I didn't do too bad on Sunday, but we had mimosas with like a we did yoga in the backyard and had brunch. Okay. At the house. I mean it was a very COVID friendly birthday. Good, good. But a but a nice uh, turn up as well. I feel like the the bonfire killed a good amount of anything that would have been flying in the air. Yeah, I definitely feel that. It was also cold as shit. Not as yeah. shit, but it got cold. Yeah, one more, put it like that. <laughs> it was not. It was not warm. It was like when you bought a bonfire, you were nice and toasty. When you stepped away from that circle of bonfire, 
it was definitely like, okay, I can see why people going to sit inside. <laughs> it was like, yeah, I got like I ended up being right a little bit before that, but I definitely felt it right before I left. I was like, oh, I'm gonna need a jacket. Y'all gonna need a jacket in a minute. You um, there's a release that you're waiting on, right? Oh, it already released with New Heights. Oh, that was okay. It was this past weekend. Yeah, it was a uh, Thursday. They released another version of their Naval Gazer with Mexican chocolate, and they um, did their Nothing Fancy, in which they put the cream ale in the barrels they did for their Naval Gazer WL Weller collab, and it like they call it they dope. It was a double fancy. It was a double Nothing Fancy. And I went there what's that? Saturday and I had it in the flight and both of those are delicious. I'm trying to, hopefully they got some left for Wednesday. I'm going to go cop a couple uh, bottles of those. Mm-hmm. I want to get two. Of course, keep two, possibly for trades. And then the other two, I'm going to drink for myself. <laughs> See, that'd be the... I don't know. That'd be the one thing for trades. I don't ever buy enough. Like I don't mm-hmm. just, I, I buy a beer. I might get two of them, but even that's not likely. So right. I have to be very mindful. That Yeah, I used to try to be like, if somebody reaches out to me about like, yo, I need that navel gazer. I'm like, okay, cool. And then I look like where you at, and I'm looking around and see what I can find in your city, and then be like, okay, I want that in that. Mm-hmm. Let's work something out. I kind of do that. Like I'm more reactionary off my trades rather than like, oh, I can pull this out real quick to trade. I don't, I, I don't have that kind of thought. Yeah, yeah. Set. I'm not. Is it? I don't know if it's I, part of it. Is like I'm not standing in line. Like True. there's. <laughs> You know, like people have that 450 North. That's one of the biggest traded uh, beers or breweries I've seen personally. And Mm -hmm. people stay just buying a whole bunch of them. And it's just, and then they just check, they just trade them and trade them. And I'm like, I don't even want to have 10 of those in my house because the moment I don't trade those last two, I'm going to be pissed off that I still have those last two. Exactly. That's so I'm like, if you see something on my Instagram that you want, I can get it for you. Cool. We'll work something out. Mm-hmm. Uh, I yeah, I just don't have create. I don't want to say creativity. I don't think I have the patience to be buying a bunch of stuff potentially for a trade. If I'm going to get beer, I want to drink it. Yeah. Yeah. And enjoy it. Or even there's like some time, rare occasion where I'm like. Yo, this looks fire. I want to share this with Shiny or like, oh, I know somebody in North Carolina is gonna think this is dope. Let me reach out to them and send it to them. But that's like that's relatively rare. Like yeah. where I'll find something for someone else outside of like the media people I can like do a trade or do a tasting with. I I much rather break out stuff and do a tasting. And it's like, mm-hmm. yo, let's let's drink this. Even me drinking this decadent was difficult. And I'm glad my wife actually wanted some because I just I can't commit to a whole bottle of of like this 
type of stout. I can't. I feel that anytime a bottle got wax on it on the cover, yeah, you need to share that with people. Like that's just like the immediate. That's my thought. <laughs> reaction is like, oh, it has wax on it, so I'm gonna need at least one other person at the very minimum to share this with me. Mm-hmm. I can't do this by myself. Yeah, <laughs> like, and that's how I like to. That's how I like to do my barrel aged stouts and all of those. If it's some big body situation, if it's like a twelve ounce, you know, maybe some sixteen. But when it get up to that twenty two ounce stout, I definitely hundred milliliter one. I'm like, oh, I might need a friend. Yeah, let me phone a friend real quick. Let me just do that. <laughs> Did you see? Deion Sanders yes. is the coach for Jackson State University. I've been peeping it because it's been out for a week. It's been a rumor for a while that he was going to sign, but they didn't have it solidified yet. So yeah. I think he asked, like everything is like finalized today. I'm like, I'm super happy for Jackson State because that's I feel like it's going to skyrocket them because all those kids' parents grew up on prime time. Mm-hmm. It's like this man's at Jackson State. You go in there. I don't care what you got to say or how you feel about it. You're going to go to Dion. You're going to go to prime time. It got to give some notoriety to the to you know some clout to the school because you're going to play for prime time. Like I man, it's Dion Sanders. So you know what I'm saying. Like, Every black parent knows Dion Sanders. But Every I really need him to be a good coach. I need to see some W's. I mean. It's all yeah. fine and dandy. You got a, you know, you you got a good year and some change before it's all on. I'll give them patience because it is Jackson State. I'll give yeah. some patience. I give him a couple years to really get his system, and because he's probably taking over from the old coaches, players. Yeah, not saying they're not talented, but it's just like they're used to this coach's way of coaching. Yeah, I so don't expect I need to see some. I need to see some nice movement next year. That's fair. You want to see some nice movement next year, but like you said, like that third year, I, I would. I expect a little bit of a groove. I'm like, okay, you have at least half of these people are yours now. You know, right? It, it, you, it's a very yeah. <laughs> you've you've picked some folks now. You've other people. You've molded them. There's gonna be a couple stragglers out there that's still like, but old coach. But old coach, nah. Old coach didn't do this. Right. Old coach didn't do that. But I was like, I'm just so happy for them because it's like, how often do you get a at least a top, easily top 50 player of all time? You can even argue him higher than that to not only coach, but coach at Jackson State over at like a LSU, a UCLA. Like these big powerhouses, he comes to Jackson State. Like, how often does that happen? Listen, at all. So, (laughs) you could think about it like this, and I don't, and I'm not even trying to say this to be negative, but you know, Deion Sanders is cocky as fuck. Yeah. So imagine going into an HBCU. You are the goddamn man already going in. And you go and you're a winning coach. Do you know how much of the man you'll be for real? Like you, white people, like you could go to UCLA or you can go to LSU or something. And yeah, you're going to be held in high regards, but you're not going to be head coach. 
as mm. much as you know, as much as you think you should be, you're not gonna be head coach, and it's gonna be hella fickle. Black folks gonna ride with, they're gonna ride for you, and they're gonna, and you're gonna be loved for a long time. So I am really excited about it, and more than just Jackson State. I'm excited to see what this brings to HBCUs in general. Mm-hmm. And I hope that more, more um, football players follow suit. I mean, all of black players, like, go and take that white, go and take that white education, that white training, and, and send it back to the hood, man. Let's get these, let's pull some black people up. Let's get them where we need to go. It's Romans of that, like, there's been a few top basketball recruits one dude um committed to howard he was like a top 10 basketball player mm. so it's like oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Rump, it's starting to rumble now like and there's another player that's not going to be out for another couple of years he's like why not you? i was like it all works out beautifully for you because one you'll immediately play mm-hmm. and then you put these schools on the map where they should be and therefore, you know, all that money's gonna come, yeah, and all that. So it's just like it's a beautiful storm that that not a lot of people are talking about, at least in the sports sports world. It's like because it's been years since really like HBCU was like actually a dangerous sports school for other people to go play against or play for. Mm-hmm. Now it's just like you really just. You really just think about the bands. Yeah, that's pretty much think all, about, all you do. <laughs> yeah, you don't really think about the sports. You're like, oh, they're here just to be here. But we're really here to hear them boys bang on the bass drum and play the tubas. Yeah, like, pretty much. Like, you see Big Pookie on the, foo- on the football field versus... They had a masterpiece son. I know it's not Percy, but some is, is, this son is a P as well. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but um he he had a couple of schools that he were um he was considering he's a basketball player and mm-hmm. one of them um is Howard. At first I was a little disappointed like dog come on master P he ain't got no HBCU then I saw the bison I was like oh, okay all right we're good <laughs> I was like you're considering it okay cool all right cool I'll take that. <laughs> I will take it. So, I have one more question for you mm-hmm. for our, our random, uh, I guess our, our random beer talks. I really couldn't commit to more than than this after the birthday situation. It's like let's just chop it okay. up. Let's just talk. <laughs> let's, let's just talk and just see what's going on in life. Okay, so. Which one would you prefer? A pumpkin spice or a pumpkin beer? One with actual pumpkin or one with the spices? Ash, I'll go actual pumpkin. It's gonna be a little more expensive, but like spice, like it'd be too spice heavy and it's just like it's just gross. Like I've had that before. It's just like Obviously. We had the pumpkin spice latte. That's that's the spice. Yeah, but like the, the beer I have is not spice heavy. Oh, oh, not spice heavy. Okay. It, yeah, it's too much of a gamble when it's pumpkin spice something beer. Okay. It's like it can either be really good or it's just like 
No. Oh, yeah. I don't know why y'all thought this was okay to brew and actually sell to humans. Um, <laughs> okay. All right. I was like, so, I actually rather go with the actual pumpkin beer. Okay. I've had, I had two, one of each of those styles this weekend. Mm. So I had the pumpkin. That's the one I've been trying to tell you to taste. How do you like that? That was pretty, it was pretty tasty. I'm still not big on the style in general. Like it's sweet, you know. um, Very fair. But I can, I, I, I had it and I was like, oh, okay, this is. This is pumpkin beer. All right, this isn't bad. I can see why people would like it. Um, but I think I enjoyed the pumpkin spice mm. more. Okay. I actually thought that different for you when you told me that. And But it's mainly because I think I just want some pumpkin, like a pumpkin spice latte. <laughs> or you know what? A chai tea, <laughs> a chai tea latte or something like that. I don't Ooh, really do yeah. pumpkin spice. But it, but the pumpkin spice brought me to more of fall, you know, that that uh, that taste of fall. And the pumpkin beer was just a pumpkin beer. Not the, I don't mean that in a bad way either. Um, I got it. It was, it wasn't like, uh, I don't know. I think at the time, so I'm still looking for us to do our tasting. Yes. We need I to- did the one I had because I just couldn't wait any longer. Of course you did. Of course you did. Let me tell y'all, <laughs> well, Kramer is not the one to be like, oh yeah, we're going to save these beers for this occasion. The boy be like, I drank it. I mean, you heard him say earlier, he buys beers to drink it. So I, I get that. I'm not even. Well, I did a good job. I held on to it for a couple of weeks. I was like, ah, the weather got me. The weather got me. Like it gassed me up. I'm not going to sit here and lie. I'm like, ooh, it's 73. Let me go. I'm sorry, Sean. Like I'm gonna have to apologize (laughs) if I get to that moment. But like in this moment right now, this is too perfect for me to not have this pumpkin beer. I feel like when I went to the store, there weren't that many pumpkin beers out there. What area makes the I ain't trying to trade nobody for some pumpkin beers for real, but I'm open to it. Be the brother, holler at me on Instagram. <laughs> uh. <laughs> Maybe he'll save me some of them, guys. Some of it. Maybe. Maybe. I'll, do, I'll do my best. All right. <laughs> Did you finish your brew? I'm like almost done because this is imperial. It's an imperial style, so you know how that yeah. heaviness goes. You just yeah. can't brew. Do this yeah i had but, a little um a little yeast and in, in lactose settlement <laughs> in mine so i was i'm pretty much done with that actually okay fair enough i was actually going to say i've learned a new trick about yeah. how to get like different settlements out of your or get it back in mixed into the beer mm-hmm. put it on its side and give it like a gentle roll oh yeah rolling it i didn't know that I was doing a taster with my friend over at Tailgate. He was like, yeah, you're going to get a lot of like settlement at the bottom. So what you do is put it on the side and do like a just a gentle like six inch roll, catch it, let it sit again, and then pour it. Yeah, yeah. I came I came across that info too. Um, it did not work enough with this beer. I don't, I think it was, I needed a vigorous roll for this one. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, um, I just don't want to like shoot out on on you trying to open it for the episode. So. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's why I ain't open it on. Also, it had whenever it has the damn wax on the top, it's a beast. So I'd be in there with a knife cutting it. You've been at the table when we've done it. <laughs> I've opened plenty wax top beers. So I know the pain you go through trying to get it open. All right, man. I think we can um, let the people go. Yeah. I hope y'all have, have been able to recruit. Um, I know this has been helpful for me. <laughs> we'll be back uplifted on the next, uh, might be part of the reason I'm struggling right now, a little too lifted, but. Back <laughs> <laughs> down, just, just float you down real quick. Yeah, take me down. But <laughs> y'all be easy. We will see y'all on the next episode. And um, y'all drink well. Yeah, tell your friends, rate us, follow us, do all that good stuff on all the platforms and social medias. You know where yeah. to find us. The Swig Podcast, and then myself at the Black Beer Experience. And me at the Bearded Brother. Peace. Lift your glass to the Swig Podcast and keep toasting. Uh. Take a swig. Take a swig. Yeah.